Brilliant, it is Friday. We're just waiting for people arriving. Welcome everybody. It's good to see a couple of new faces. No, we've got some regulars in there, which is nice. Kat, good to see you. Thank you, Colin. Darren, thank you. Gerdip, great to see you again. Really appreciate you. Mark, Matt, Tim, brilliant. Thank you for arriving early. We are going to give it 30 seconds as usual. Just wait for those last few people to jump in. So we maximize the, maximize the share that's going on. Hoping everyone's had a great week. Hope everyone's having a great day today and is, is getting wound up for the weekend in a good way. Last few people coming in. Andy's in, it's good. Making sure everyone is set up for success as always. Drink ready, whatever you've got, whatever your drink of choice is for a Friday afternoon. Maybe you finished early and you're already on the gin and tonics. Making sure you've got your page set up, fresh page for part five of the PDP process planning and progression week. And then we're going to get into this. So you've got your drink, your pages set up, mobile phones. Everyone, get your phones out. Let's get you on flight mode. Whatever it is, unless you've got a baby on the way or you need your mobile phone, let's get it switched off. 100% attention, 100% intention, attention to yourself in the investment that you're making to yourself in this 30 minutes of learning with me. Couple more coming in. Gareth, hello. Gina, hello. Great to see you here. Just making sure I can see everyone on the list. Before we get into this, on a scale of one to 10, one being terrible, 10 being hugely, how useful has this week been for you? Keen to get some feedback on here, just to know about the content, how it's helping, what it's doing for you. And also it helps us to shape the content that we're going to be delivering to you in the future. So next week, who? another question for you all. Who here believes they're not a salesperson? Who here believes they're not a saleswoman, salesman, whatever? Yes or no? Me. Who else thinks they're not a salesman? I am not. Me? Okay, good. Who else? Which is a common thing that people I hear from people. They say, I'm not a salesman. I can't do sales. Here's the best thing about it. Every day is a sales day. Whether you think it is a trick question, correct. Whether it's you're delivering uh, or wanting to get someone to buy into a new idea for a project you want to deliver for a change in process or in HR or um, in your business in the technical department whenever you want to get someone to buy into that idea you're selling something the moment you ask yourself oh you know do I want a tea or coffee you're selling yourself something sometimes you even have to sell getting outside of your um, getting out of bed in the morning thank you for reminding me now you can see my hope because I just turned the screen share off. Every day is a sales day. 
you're always convincing someone, pitching someone, getting someone to come to your side of the table so you can collaborate with them, you're always doing this. Now next week we have got a guest speaker, so it's gonna be a good friend of mine and ours at MBM, Jeff Birch. And it's gonna be the, the fourth stage, the coming four stage plan for sales that we're gonna be covering. Jeff and I are gonna be leading next week's session. If you have not already, already registered for next week, now is the time. Link in the chat box, get yourself registered for next week. It's gonna be fun. Jeff Birch, rip-roaring keynote presenter, sales expertise, six best-selling books, presenter on the BBC. What more could you ask for? If you believe you're not a salesperson, you're lying to yourself, next week's gonna be hugely valuable to you. Get yourself registered for this. It's gonna be great. What are we going into for today? Today is part five of PDP your personal development planning. Today we're gonna to be looking at some of those reflection tools and, and, and devices that are gonna help you put that planning in place. Everybody is here, grand. Welcome, welcome to part five, the last part for this week. As most of you know, I think all of you know by now, just for those people that might be watching the replay or on YouTube, my name is Nathan Simmons, Senior Leadership Coach and Trainer for MBM, Making Business Matter, the home of sticky learning. The idea of these lunchtime sessions, these micro learnings, is to help you be the best version of you in the work that you do, right now while you're working from home and or preparing to return back to work. Sharing great ideas, great concepts, so you can go and over deliver on what you're doing. This session today, is gonna be the final element to really help you get focused. Dive into this. Number one, we've talked about this week, we've talked about structure, we've talked about mindset, we've talked about structure. So we've gone from the OAG, the overarching goal, three to five years or more, we've brought that down to 12 months, we've then taken that down to 100 days, we've then taken that down to 30 days, and then even like down to single, single hourly actions that keep moving you forward. The one thing, actually let me put this question to God, what is the one thing that's gonna stop you from doing any of this? I alluded to it yesterday, alluded, yeah, I think it's alluded to this yesterday. What's the one thing that's gonna stop you from making this happen? The first answer came in me. What else? What other answers have we got here? Trying to do too much, absolutely. Not me, I'm, someone just said you, I'm not gonna stop you. Uh, external distractions, good. Good, we're all in the right ballpark here. The one thing that's gonna stop you from making you do this is your planning, is your how you strategize and how you plan and how you book in to make sure this is gonna happen, not keeping going until it sticks, absolutely. It's all about the schedule. It's all about how much time you wanna invest in this. So we're gonna put up here, it's gonna be all about the schedule. It's the planning side of it. You've got this wonderful mindset now of personal development planning. You've even got the form now. You've got the structures to fill in all the boxes. But if you don't take the time to fill those boxes, to download the information, to work out where you're going, you're never going to get there. Or if you do, it might take a long time. As I said, strategy without tactics is the long road to victory. Tactics without strategy it is the noise before defeat. You may remember this quote from the beginning of this, uh, the first part of these sessions. 
we have to make time for it. That's it. You plan it into your diary. Five to 10% of your time needs to be invested in yourself. It's about starting the day. What have I got in my calendar? What activities are going on? When we get to the end of the day, calibrating and going, hmm, or sorry, reconciling. What did I actually do today? What was it? I moved? Did I did I tick that off? Did I do that in the best possible way? Just five, 10 minutes each day. At the end of the week, did I tick off what I wanted to in my 30-day blocks? And at the end of each month and quarter, as you're going through, is just having those points of reflection on what you've done. What did I do today? What did I do this month? What did I do this quarter? You do this exactly the same for your businesses with your leaders, with your commercial departments, with your teams. How many people are taking time to check in with your teams to make sure they're hitting their financial and commercial goals? Yes or no? Are your teams working on their projects and ticking the boxes? Yes, I believe so, yes, absolutely. How many people are doing this for themselves, yes or no? Got some yeses coming in, good. Me, good. It's absolutely vital we do this, and this is gonna be the difference between success and failure, not consistently. Is you book the time with your teams to do this, very rarely do people book the time with themselves to do this. If you're not, and I wrote this down this morning as I was thinking about this conversation we had, if you don't make time for yourself, why would a future employee, employer make time for you? Let me say that again. If you don't make time for yourself, why would a future employer make time for you? You are a business. You are the service. You are the, 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 uh, the product that you're selling. You are a sellable service. When you go into an interview, when you go into a one-to-one, -one, when you go into a team meeting, you are selling a service. You're telling people how much value you add by what you've done before, by what created that pride for you, what created that excitement. This is what, and this is the value that you've been adding through these emotions. This is what makes you valuable to businesses and helps you to move forward in that plan. So it's about investing the key time for yourself to make this happen. Number one, schedule and plan. What gets scheduled gets done. You know what your OAG is, you know where you're going, you get that in your schedule, you start working towards it. Doesn't always mean it's gonna be plain sailing, as I've said before, it's about having flexibility. Sometimes when you're expecting to go right, the river turns left, you're better off going with the river than trying to get out and drag your boat or your canoe across the riverbank trying to get to where you think you're going. Dragging a boat is much harder than a, than a floating boat. So how do we do this? We get time, we schedule it in, we make it in our diary. It might be when we're driving home. It might be when we're at home. We might be talking to our partners um, or a business uh, or, or colleagues that help us to do this reflection piece. When we get the time planning, we can then start to put some of the other tools in. And this is gonna help to give you that viewpoint in the future, that crystal ball that I mentioned on the LinkedIn post. It just gives you a chance to look into the future to see what is upstream and coming towards you. On the PDP forms that we sent out yesterday, 
and there'll be a link in the YouTube um, channel in the blurb below if, you if you're watching this on the replay. One of those sheets that's included is a SWOT analysis. Who here has done a SWOT? Let's wait for those to come in. Who's done a SWOT analysis on themselves, first of all? Let's see what we've got coming in. I have long time ago, yeah. Yes, not recently, though. No, never, never, not on self, yes, but a couple of years. Good. So people have got a flavor. Some people have done it for business elements, not themselves. These tools, they, they might be business tools and say, oh, yeah, do it on this and da, da, da. They're all completely transferable to yourself. Ideas are either scalable, transferable, or, or removable. And you know, this transferable element is you know, SWOT analysis for yourself is absolutely perfect, especially when you've got the understanding of where you would like to be in three, five, 50 years time. Quick run through. If you haven't done one of these before, quick run through them. SWOT stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunity, and threats. Your strengths and weaknesses are internal and personal. So it's all about you. What are your strengths? What are your right? Uh, oh, hello, someone can't see. Can't see Nathan. Not. Hope that's better. So when you look at your strengths and weaknesses in that form, it's about what are your strengths? What is it you're good at? What is it you bring to the table? And by, by seeing this, you can see, where, well, where else can I add and contribute to people? What other projects can I add value to inside my business area, inside my teams? What are my weaknesses? So where do I need to go and get extra training from or support from in order to get where I want to go? What do I need to delegate? Which other people in my team can I give this to, which is their strength, which they enjoy doing, rather than playing to my weaknesses? So this is all in, internal. Opportunities and threats are external. It's all the stuff upstream. What opportunities have I got to move into? Now, what other um, career progressions, promotions, potential you know, new members of, to come into my team, new talent acquisitions? What threats have I got? What's the competitor doing? What are, who's gonna be leaving my team to go to other areas? And it's again, starting to become aware of this stuff from a personal point of view, from a team point of view, and start to put those things down. It just helps you to map out all the possibilities uh, and start to see what all the, the routes to goal are. And it also starts to create and understand, well, if, if I hit this roadblock, all I have to do is change angle or just change slightly and come the other way, and then I can keep moving forward. It's not that we hit the roadblock and we stop and we bounce back, no. We see the challenge, we mitigate, move past and keep going. Number three, just an overview of this. It doesn't take huge amounts of questioning. It is useful. We have, and it is on its way out at the moment, it's, it's published on, on our website now, 
we have the leadership coaching deck. I am something I am hugely proud of. Mental health coaching and also the leadership coaching deck. Some of those questions I've put in there are in the nicest possible way, brutal and um, superb for helping you dig into your own leadership qualities and where you want to go. If you haven't seen the leadership deck, go and have a look at it. It is, I'm, I'm super proud of this. And that will help you dig into these strengths and these weaknesses and help you to see some of these things. That deck of cards used with this tool, phenomenal. Number three. Gap analysis. This may all seem like really kind of standard business stuff that we're looking here. Again, we we compartmentalize ourselves and don't apply the same tools and coaching and leadership tools in these areas to ourselves as a business model, to ourselves as our best team, to ourselves and our progression. And it's about using these elements to their best advantage for us. Again, who has used or who has done a gap analysis on themselves? Who's, who's used this tool? Not on me, never, never. Yes, okay, so we've got a spread, we've got a mixture. Ooh, eyes have gone a bit funny there. Never even thought about it. Yeah, good, not me, fantastic. So I'm conscious of time, but I'm gonna give you this. Gap analysis, again, it's part of the form that we've given you and shared yesterday. Hugely valuable disc, but there is a difference. Most people will tell you, you write down your skills, knowledges, and behaviors. So you have three blocks to fill in. You do skills, knowledges, and behaviors. And what you do is you fill in all of those in those three boxes, add, add rows, add them all in. And once you've got all those parts in there, and you can do this for, you can do this in two ways, and I'll show this in a minute. You do it for the job you're in. Remember at the beginning of this, we talked about the five traits, the five traits of the business, five traits where you are now, five traits where you want to be. We can then incorporate these in. The gap analyses for where you are now, you put them all in, skills, knowledge, behavior. Then you score them between one and 10. So you rate them in accordance to what you think of yourself in that skill or that knowledge or that behavior. Is it something you need to develop? Is it something you need to grow? So you put the score in, and then the next column in that, if you're looking at the form at the moment, I haven't got it available to screen share it right now, is then the benchmark. So the difference between the number that you put in and 10 becomes the gap. So if you were coaching, so you said, okay, my, my coaching skill is a four out of 10. The difference between 10 and the four is six. So your gap is six. So you'll end up with a series of numbers here. And what people commonly say is you go and work on your biggest gaps. So if you look on there and you see that these high numbers, they will say, go and work on that number. Is, for those that have seen the gap analysis, does this is this sounding familiar? And for those that haven't done one, does is this making sense right now? Yes. Okay, let's see one. Do you know what? Actually, I thought I didn't have the form up. 
gap analysis. There we go. Just moving some boxes around here. Everyone see my screen? So you might say this skill is poaching. Gap time comes six. Businesses, normally the, the traditional model of this is you go and find your biggest gaps and you work on them. But there is a problem with this. Maybe the reason that you've got such a big gap in that skill set is because you don't actually enjoy doing it. Because it doesn't interest you. Um, because it's not engaging. Maybe because it's not part of your long-term vision. So what happens is you go and find your biggest gaps. So you might have this is a 10 and this is an eight and this is a four and this is a three. And they say, go right, go and work on your things that you mark yourself a three because the gap is a seven. Go and work on that. And then what happens after you've worked on all your gaps and maybe you've raised it from a four to a five and a three to a five. So you've got these things that you're really good at, you really enjoy doing. And these things over here that maybe aren't that interesting and you've now maybe increased them by one or two, you end up with one thing a whole lot of average and a whole lot of disengagement in truth because you've been working on these things that maybe you're not just not interested in so when you look at the gap analysis sheet here the, the form is yeah benchmark yourself what are the things that you know that you, you're good at what are the things you, you know you're not so good at and you mark them and you put them in you can put some solutions in if you need if there are certain things you need to do as an obligation as part of your job and they need to be at a certain level work them to that level as you look along the sheet though you're going to see there's another column in there which is often i think is missing off all of the analysis sheet except the ones that i've shared excites you on a scale of one to ten so what you're doing is you're benchmarking your skill sets and, and what you're actually doing but then you're actually also benchmarking how engaging and how exciting this is so now you start to see how that links back to some of the first questions i asked you earlier in these trainings what is it you're doing that actually excites you what do I want to be doing more of? Vishen Lakhani from Mind Valley, he talks about strong strengths and strong weaknesses. Now, a strong strength is something on this gap analysis which you're a 10 out of 10 on. And also on the excitement scale, you're a 10 out of 10 there. So you're really good at it and it really excites you. In fact, it's so exciting. So you will even make excuses to get rid of the other stuff so you go and do that. Who's already thinking about some of this stuff that is this exciting? Stuff that you're really good at and it really excites you to do it. Who's got who's got some ideas? What we've got up there? What things are they? Share them up here and I'm going to share them into the to the to the group. But then, so as you're firing these in, that then you have these strong weaknesses. So these are things that you're really good at doing, but you hate doing them. And often this is when you're talking about things like Excel. I used to be quite good at Excel. But I was doing it for a reason. I had a, 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 a thinking process as to why I was getting good at it. But people would come to me and say, oh, Nathan, you're really good at Excel. Can you correct this form for me? Can you change the, um, the coding on this? And can you do that? And da, 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 da. And I'd be like, yeah. But they saw how good I was at it. And they thought I actually enjoyed doing it. But they kept bringing more of it. Who here is experiencing this sensation as well? Because what people aren't doing is actually 
registering or thinking about or asking, do they actually enjoy doing it? Is it something they get out of bed to do? Or actually, is it leaving them frustrated? Is it leaving them kind of left a little bit hollow and a bit jaded about the work they're doing and frustrated because they're getting more stuff they don't enjoy doing? So it's understanding what your strong strengths are and what your strong weaknesses are and helping to either delegate some of those tasks away or learn them to the level that you need to so that you can focus on the things that are strong strengths, the things that you're good at doing, the things that you enjoy doing, and rather than just stopping at a 10 or a nine, you turn those 10s into 11s and 12s. Coaching others, developing learning, content on my high scores, anything involving data or spreadsheets. Absolutely. Kat and I, I think you know, we're in very similar places here. I use the data in a way that I need to to get the results I need to. I would rather spend my time talking to people like this, delivering content uh, and making it as high quality as possible and sharing these concepts. So what we do is we use the gap analyses. We want to find out kind of the, the one to 10, how good we are, but also the one to 10 of excitement. Those things that are nines and tens, those are the things, you know, that everyone says, mark yourself between one and 10, great. We've got some scores up there earlier for 11s. How do you make yourself an 11? How do you make yourself a 12? How do you get so exceptional in that thing, people will stop and ask you, how do you do that? Think of what Steve Martin said, be so awesome they can't ignore you. This is the important thing. We want to avoid becoming average. We want to dig into that thing that makes you exceptional, that reason you get up in the morning that makes you extraordinary start planning that into your into your schedule into your agenda how do i live up to my full full potential be extraordinary so people stand up and take notice of what i'm doing in that space this is how we get successful this is actually how people make money in the nicest possible way let other people you know those strong weaknesses you have find the people that those things are their strong strengths play to your strengths and play to your team strengths and let them enjoy doing it and being the best they can be in that space so you can be the best that you can be in your space. Hope this is useful. What's been useful so far? Conscious of time, okay, that's flown. What's been useful from today so far? Gonna have a mouthful of coffee while you're busy typing that in. Importance of excitement, absolutely. Life is not about being bored. Adding the excite aspect, absolutely. Love the strategy and tactics quote. Thank you. If you don't give time to yourself, why should anyone else? Absolutely. Understanding, do a gap on myself. Do it. You know, like I say, we do this on everyone else, but we don't do it on ourselves. But everyone says, oh, bridge the gap. No. There is a reason it's a gap. Leave it alone. Learning that I am a product service, I'm selling. Yes, you are a sellable service. There is something unique to the way that you do things in your business that is a sellable service. And in the nicest possible way, that unique thing, people will pay you lots of money for it. If you wanted to become a consultant or a leadership leader in that space, I have no doubt with the level of experiences that you all have, that you could turn that into a consultancy business on your own if you wanted to in the future as part of your retirement exit strategy. Gap analysis is a revelation, good. 
gap analysis and not necessarily working on uh, on any on, on my big gaps absolutely this is what we've got teams for now we can outsource this stuff if we need to hope this is useful very different way of looking at this do your SWOT analysis on yourself work out do the reflection piece on you what what do i need to bring up here where do i need to get support how do i give support what's what's upstream that i'm heading towards do the gap analyses on yourself find out those things and start building on this i am still loving the old pirates and pilots piece absolutely and ivan was in yesterday and he said yeah strive equals being a pirate and that's what it's all about this stuff is enabling you to get where you want to be this stuff is about understanding what is on your treasure map wherever that x is and actually putting it on the map that you're moving towards and being the swashbuckling adventurer that you were designed to be that's going to make that happen rather than the glitzy um well-dressed and well-manicured pilot sitting in his plane everyone thinking he's fantastic just being told what to do do you have a chance here to be a pilot or a pirate who wants who here wants adventure who here wants excitement oh, that's a trick question honestly it's a, i know i already know what the answer is me exploration blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Ooh, ah. I don't know, that was really bad and i live in hastings as well and we have national pirate international pirate day here and we hold the world record for the number of pirates in one place at a single time <sighs> that's a really bad joke where do pirates shop oh gosh <laughs> I really truly hope this has been this this week has been um, a motive for some people when some of the questions have asked. It's been you know supportive. I've seen some of the comments coming in. Uh, how do you deal with support optimistic pessimistic scorers? Oh, that's a good question. Good question. We'll come to that in a second. Um, actually, now let's do it now. We have two voices in our head. More often than not, it's the voice of the critic. Yeah, it's, we, we have the, the negative. Our brain is wired for the negative, and that voice will kick in, and it will tell you, you can't do that, you can't do this, da 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 da, da. It is, that voice isn't your voice. That, that, that voice is part of the safety mechanism. That voice is part of what you learned at school, partly from what your parents did to try and do their best to keep you safe and secure. That voice of the critic is the thing that will tell you that, or to help you to reinforce of the, the fear of not educated enough, resourced enough, um, experienced enough, tall enough, whatever. And it's about understanding that that's the voice of the critic. And they will tell you all the things that you haven't got. And as leaders and coaches, when we take the, 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 the reins on this, we ask ourselves a better question. And we just and the first thing we do is we say, thanks very much for pointing that out. I really appreciate your advice in that. To yourself, to the voice of your critic. Based on what you've just told me there, what else would you suggest in order to overcome that? And you force the voice of the critic to change direction because your brain is a validation machine and it works on the questions. If you want better answers and better guidance, you have to ask better questions in order to get better answers. What would you suggest to overcome this? And you can use this technique with your internal voice as well as the external voice of other people, your naysayers and the people that don't believe you're um, capable of achieving those great big goals that you want to set. And just ask them, you know what, you know what, really appreciate your input on that. I'm, I'm grateful for you showing me what I need to be looking for. What else would you suggest? And we can turn the voice of the critic into the voice of the champion. Seems like a better approach than trying to shut the critic up. Yeah, because you can't. 
it's been hardwired in there. But when you start to ask the questions, then you'll change the voice of it and it will become the voice of the champion. So you have these two voices, just the voice of the champion is, is, has been dialed right down because the voice of the critic has been, you know, it's just part of that. It's like a, a tape recorder on loop sitting in the back of your subconscious, but we definitely don't have time to go into neuromechanics and, and subconscious stuff today. Ask yourself better questions, ask other people, the people that say you can't do it. Okay, that's great, thanks for pointing that. What would you suggest to make it happen? And you force them to think about it and give you ideas. What's a great week. This has been an absolute storm and I've loved every second of it. It's got me agitated, riled up, emotional. I've really enjoyed the engagement. I just want to share with you some of the successes from this week. Handful from my point of view from here at the MBM lab, this has been phenomenal. The statistics alone for the engagement that come through, the average for GoToWebinar on statistics for engagement and attention uh, is 52%. That's the average. We've been clocking up 81, 82, 82% uh, 82 engagement and attention to the work that we're doing here. So that's phenomenal. I really appreciate and um, I'm so grateful for the attention that you've given this um, this time and yourselves to do this. Grateful, thank you. Um, the other part is, you know what? We have seen an increase in the sales in the coaching cards. Now I've talked about it a lot with you, these questions that are in these cards, massively supportive for you. You want to sit on your own and ask yourself these questions on your own terms. You want to use these questions to support the development. That's what they're there for, huge value. And also the virtual classrooms. I've talked about them a bit more this week. Some of the people that have been attending here have purchased the virtual classrooms. And we've even made a new one, which is about the personal development stuff that I've been delivering this week. And I'm actually going to be delivering some more of this for some of our people, and I'm really excited to be sharing more of this message with you, with other people, to help them redesign their own personal development. So I am so very grateful for the people invested here, so very grateful for the opportunity to share more of this with you. And I've asked you before, and I've asked you again, how would this impact your teams? What would this content from this week, from the Grow Coaching model last week, how would these tools and techniques help to develop your teams and your business? What would it do to help you? I'm going to leave that with you just for three seconds while you think of an answer. And I want to see it in the, in the questions box. How would this content impact your team if I was, were to deliver it to them? Uh, what's coming here? It has been a motivational week. Thanks. You're so very welcome. So very welcome. So for some, it will be a revelation. It, You've already said yourself it, would, it was a revelation, some of these elements for yourself as well. Think about what happens if you scale this up into your business. How big is your business? And if I were to sit down and take people through this start to finish, what would happen to your business? What would happen to the individuals in your team and their self-belief in, the, in their own capacity, in their own potential? What would happen to that business of yours? This is where, for me, where the excitement starts happening. When we start to, to, to expand these ideas and expand the impact, I believe other managers from old style of managing will greatly benefit, agree. Help them to understand how and where to start and why, absolutely. Because you know, when you understand the why, it's internal, it's inspiration. People will see where they're going, where they want to get to, and then also align that with the business. The day and age we live in, we're not designed to stay in the same business for 30, 40 years anymore. We will develop in a certain way that enables the business to move forward. And then maybe we'll go somewhere else and someone else will come in at this point and help the business go even further. And we have these stages of development. 
and people want you know people will feel the ability to be flexible and and move in and move out of organizations bringing the best parts of themselves so that they can expand and, ex and help to expand the business who here would like to have a conversation with MBM about bringing this to life in your businesses? Who here would like to see the impact of this in a wider scale inside their business? It's a very direct question. If it is appropriate for you and the people watching this, whether it's live, let's have that conversation let's bring this to life and let's start changing the face of the way that people work inside your business thank you very much for this week i'm looking forward to next week we're going to be with jeff birch we're going to be delivering the sales training for for next week looking forward to this um this cunning four-part sales plan from jeff birch get registered let's get this together and let's start bringing some of this PDP stuff together and then combine it with that sales pitch so you can start you know, selling these ideas of who you are and where you're going to other people and get them in. So now you start to see how these skills are going to be locking in and dovetailing. Everybody, thank you very much. Ah, okay. Here at, you know, here at AG Bar, we're already seeing great results and new mindsets. Thanks to thanks to, Thank you. So appreciated. Um, AG Bar is one of our clients and we're delivering some great coaching skills into, into these teams. And it is huge. Thank you. Spending time with you this week has been quite inspirational. Some great analogies and tools. Appreciated. Grateful, Kat. Thank you. Thank you, Nathan. Great stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank everybody. Grateful. This has been great. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. If you're not registered, get registered because next week's going to be so helpful to bring some more of this to life and take you to the next level in your business in here and the service you're providing. Everybody have a fantastic weekend. Do you know what? I'm just sending you all love. I love you all. Thank you. This is just bonkers. I'm, yeah, I'm going. Goodbye. Thank you. Have a great weekend, everyone.